for y'all, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the On The Job Training Podcast. This is episode number three. Uh, hey, man, first of all, man, look, show me some love, man. Show me some love, man. Hey, this family we got in the house, y'all. This family right here. Um, this show is going to be special to me because, uh, like I said, man, these two gentlemen here with me are like family. Um, first of all, before I get started, let me say again, thank you very much for you guys' outpouring of um, just positive, you know, feedback as in regards to the show. Uh, I think it's been two weeks in now, and we got almost 100 subscribers, and I don't know how many mm. views, and man, it's just a testament to you guys um, supporting what, what, what's, what's positive, man, and you see the vision. Um, if you have not subscribed to the show, um, please hit that red subscribe button and be a part of the family. Like, this is what it's all about. I'm trying to grow this thing for, for, for us as a community so that way, way we can, you know, share our opinions and share our stories. Um, these guys are, are special to me, man. Uh, and one of the things that I enjoy most about them is their, the family aspect. Uh, these are two educated um, black brothers who are out in the community doing positive things. Um, and I want to give you guys a round of applause for everything that you do, for man. Same, your your family. Um, so, Soviet, uh, tell, you work at the post office. Yeah, yeah, I work. I've been working at the post office since 2006. Um, something I was doing on the weekends, summers. Um, I'm, my, my degree is in education, began teaching high school math, and uh, got my master's degree, so I'm currently an, an administrator, assistant principal at Humble Middle School. But like Dre said, we met at the post office, uh, <clears throat> been kicking it ever since. And when, when Andre approached me, you know, when Andre asked you to come out and do something for him, it's not a yes or a no, it's what time do I need to be there? So, so that's, that's why I'm here. That's um, what's up. And that, that, <laughs> that man right there, both of these gentlemen are special, man, but this is a special individual. <laughs> if you understand what that means, man, this is, my, this is, my, this is gonna sound crazy, right? <laughs> um, I don't know if you guys have experienced this. As you come up and you, when you come up, right? Yeah. And you're a kid and you're in your environment and around the people that you kind of grew up, grew up with, uh, in your neighborhoods and your city, um, you become close with people, right? Yeah, yeah. And a lot of times, those same people don't turn out to be who you, they they thought you were or who you necessarily are, are like as well. You just grew yes, up sir. together, and right, you, yeah, you yeah, guys yeah. become <laughs> close, but maybe they're not a representation of you. Right, yeah, right. We so, all grew uh, up with those type of guys. Exactly. Um, and when I met Dave, uh, I was at a point in my life where – I'm a wild individual. Uh, I've done some wild things. And when you meet two special people like these individuals, uh, it makes you take um, record of the things that you're doing in your life and how you're moving and the effect that you have uh, on everybody around you. And when I, when I saw Dave, he, he was a reflection of what I wanted to be. Uh, so uh, from that moment on, I just told him that, hey, man, you my best friend, huh? 
whether you want to be or not. <laughs> and we've been rocking, yeah, ever since, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, we support one another sure. anytime anybody has anything going on. Yeah. Uh, and and it's 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 all love. But uh, t- tell them tell them what you do, Dave, because you you uh, you have a, a lot of things going on. I did yeah, some yeah, research a- last night, and <laughs> I, I didn't even know you had a podcast, man. Yeah, I do, I do. Um, it's a little different journey for me. I, first, I mean, I'm not a postman. I've kind of been an honorary postman without having to deliver, you know. Um, they've taken me in from, from the jump. Um, but I guess it seemed like we all met playing, well, playing basketball, you know. Um, but my journey, <clears throat> I went, I didn't go to school for education, but I ended up in education. Uh, my concept was uh, going to business. So I went to Alabama A&M, uh, followed my brother, and uh, went for business management. And did different businesses throughout that time. And once I, I another situation, followed my brother to Texas and uh, just started doing some, picking up some jobs here and there and started substituting. And uh, substituted in special education and never left since. Like, got hired onto that same position. I substituted, had certification. Um, and then now, right now, I'm a transition specialist. I work with uh, students with disabilities transitioning out of high school. So. Wow. Helping them get jobs, get into schools, things like that. So I told you these were some good people, man. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you have kind of a very unique situation right. uh, in regards to that. You've been uh, in RCA w- uh, for an extended period of time, right. Right. and um, because of your dedication to uh, teaching, you haven't. Uh, chosen to take that next step and go regular. Right, Can you yeah. explain? People always think yeah. I'm crazy. You know what I'm saying? They, you know, when my turn came to turn to to become regular, you know, I was already six, seven years into the education system, so I had that time vested, you know, towards my retirement. So when time when the time came for me to turn regular at the post office, I was like, look. Y'all can skip me, go to the next person, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to become regular. I just want to keep doing what I'm doing. Yeah. And they were like, look, this is this is a unique situation. We've never seen this, but all this work you put in over the years speaks for itself. We, we can't afford to not have you, so we'll let you keep doing what you're doing. So wow. that's, that's how it's been, man. Uh, how, how difficult has it been I with, mean, it's for difficult, you, to- you know, working five days a week in school, working Saturdays at the post office, and we picked up Sundays with Amazon, so... Mm-hmm. I was basically working seven days a week, man, and, uh, you know, it's a struggle, but, you know, it's something I enjoy doing for my family. I'm a a hustler. I grind. No complaints. Get up and go to work every day. Yeah. Man, that's beautiful, man. (laughs) Um, Dave, you and your wife started a company called Eat Good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. uh, which is a plant-based plant-based. You guys explain a little bit about that. Yeah, so... So we uh, do a plant-based food company called uh, Eat Good Houston. Um, well, the website's called Eat Good Houston, but it's just called Eat Good. So I've been vegan, plant-based for over 15 years now. Um, it's just my lifestyle now. You know, when yeah. I first started, it wasn't as easy. It was easy for me because I got my mentality going. But as far as the options that are available, it wasn't just that accessible. So I had to figure out how to cook myself, you know. And I just got good at it and. When I met my wife, I was always in that journey of saying, I'm going to open up a restaurant. You know, when I, when I was little, I said I was going to open up a restaurant, a jazz club. Wow. And, uh, and my, so that's what's coming to be. That's what's coming to fruition. So, but when I met my wife <clears throat> um, and we got married, it just, it, 
it's exactly what I needed, you know what I'm saying, to, like, push me to that next step and focus me on to what we need to do. Yeah. And our mission is is exactly to – let me tell you this story. My, my wife's grandmothers both died of colon cancer, right? Uh, our grandfather, uh, we recently found out, had cancer um, before he died. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's in the history. It's in, our, it's in our culture that people are dying young before they should diabetes, high blood pressure, all these things, you know. Mm-hmm. So I didn't want to pass that on to my children. So um, I made sure that we had a strong foundation with that health uh, to make sure that they're going to pass it on and keep it on for generations, you know. So wow. uh, we started the company. We did a podcast, like you said, Plants Changed My Life. Um, it's about people's stories about how they changed their life using a plant-based diet. And there's some really good stories on there, and we also do the teaching. So that's like that's why we take our time with stuff because it's not about just making the money for us with mm-hmm. this. It's about like actually teaching people in our culture how to eat and how to live, you know? And that's beautiful, man. So, yeah, that's um, it. yeah, that's, that's coming from a, a, a really good place. Um, and it's like you said, it's as long as I've known you, man, it, when you do something, uh, it's never about the money. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's about helping others. Uh, and educating for, for the most part. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and, and having people be, have the knowledge and be self-sufficient in, in doing what they need to do. So. Yeah, it was, it was <clears throat> that's actually, I was okay with going into teaching because I took it as like, I'm going to learn how to do this in order to help my business side of things, you know? Mm-hmm. And <laughs> like my brother, I, I got to a point where it's like, you got to look at everything as a business move uh, and even your job, you know? Mm-hmm. So got to a point where it didn't make sense to just go full go into business because I'm giving up a whole investment. Yeah. You know, so if I stop that now, it doesn't make sense. I, you got to look holistically. So that's why I stay teaching and still do the business too on the side. So we, I mean, we put work in. Like, yeah. like my brother said, he, yeah. he's working two jobs. <laughs> yeah. I'm doing the same thing three or four sometimes. It's just my own business. You know what I mean? Wow. Wow. And <laughs> I don't know where you find the time of the day, <laughs> man. Um, yeah. let, let's go back a little bit and talk about you guys' experience. Uh, both of you guys attended Alabama A&M University. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, talk, talk to me about your experience at an HBCU uh, as opposed, I, I know you guys had probably had other opportunities mm-hmm. to go somewhere else. Um, how was that experience at, at an HBCU and how that kind of molded you and uh, – you, you guys and, and to you guys' future, like what, what, what significance did that play? Because uh, I, I, I asked because my son now attends an HBCU at Grambling right. State. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, uh, yeah. I, I don't even know if it's these young kids. You know, HBCUs yeah. are on the rise now. Yeah, and uh, I always tell him, hey, man, you need to get ingrained in the culture, man, exactly. because there's a lot of history there. Yeah, uh, and I always kind of push him to get out in the community understand the, 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 the school's history. Uh, kind of tell me about you guys' experience. Got it. Man, um, like I said, I attended Alabama A&M University. That's, that's where my mother and father went. So it was kind of a family thing. Um, <clears throat> but once getting there, man, an HBCU, I, I would advocate for anyone anyone to attend an HBCU, man. It's, it's not about... It's about the education, man, but it's a family atmosphere, man. People take care of you. Man, that was them, those four or five years I was there was, was the brokest time of my life, but I had people around me that took care of me. I took care of them. I never needed any money. We took care of each other. 
it was it was family, man. That, yeah. that taught me, you know, just just family. We we never let the next man struggle. Everyone looks out for you, whether they know you or not. You go to Alabama A and M. Once you in, we are gonna take care of you. We, you know, we not gonna let you need anything. Whatever you need, we got. The faculty is looking out for you. They're, they're watching over you, making sure you do the right thing. So there's the education aspect of it, but there's the family aspect of it that I, during those years, I could really say I, I grew up, learned a lot, and became sounds a man. Like those you, those yeah, it sounds like right you. That, those, out, of, out of my whole life, if I could take a five-year, you know, just chunk of my life where I say I learned and grew the most, the it'd most. be that time I was there. Yeah, yeah, life experience. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, same thing, man. It's it's crazy thing is I came. <clears throat> he graduated in 2000 from A&M. You know, I, I came the next year. I graduated high school in 2000. And uh, for me, I was up in Minnesota, and um, so 16 hours away. I just said I, I knew where I was going. Cra I had, like, D2. I can go to play basketball in Minnesota for, like, D2, things like that. But I was like, no, nah, I'm going to A&M, mm -hmm. you know. It was more about – it was more than basketball for me, uh, my, like not only our parents but our uncles, mm -hmm. uh, a lot of family, you know. So I had to be down in Alabama, um, back to the roots. So that experience, so <clears throat> I mean, my brother couldn't have said any any different. Um, the thing, the people that I that I connected with there, I still mm -hmm. connect with right now. Yeah. Um, and then it, on a level of just academics, I, I was in the school of business, and uh, <clears throat> I, I compare. Like my wife, she went to um, University of Houston and Sam Houston, and not knocking these these schools because um, you can get something good from everywhere. But but there's certain experiences that she just doesn't understand, you know. And uh, when when I got there, it again I just felt at home. Coming from Minnesota, we came from an inner city community, but when you see all black people all around you, yeah, um, it's it's just another feeling, man. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean. I can't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't suggest anything different. Yeah. Right. Uh, you you plan on kind of. I'm 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 sure you plan on pushing your kids to go. Yeah, I mean, and the thing about it though, I'm not I'm not pushing them to any type of education in general. Um, mm -hmm. If if that's their route to college, then yeah, I'm gonna. They'll see it. And the thing about it, they didn't tell us. Our parents didn't tell us to go to Alabama. And now. It was just in our our culture. We knew it, you know. So yeah. they see it with us. So mm -hmm. if they make that choice, they make that choice. Wow. Um, How does your son like Grammy, man? <laughs> uh, I'm I'm not sure. To be honest with you, I'm not sure that he's uh, taken that opportunity to kind of understand right, right. Uh, the history. He's kind of an introverted person gotcha. uh, in general. So uh, again, like you say, with the experience of your your wife. Going to Sam Houston and these some of these larger campuses um, with a mixed uh, yeah. uh, enrollment, um, mixed student body, I should say. He he started off at Akron, then he went to Nevada, and these are larger campuses. Right. Yeah. Uh, so I uh, I think he was a little uh, taken aback when he, when he got there because right. it is a, it is a smaller a environment. Small, yeah, smaller. But. Uh, I can honestly say that these coaches in particular and all the people that uh, are on campus and associated with the school have taken the time uh, to show him that they care about him. Uh, and it's not just a, a, a basketball a factory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. Right. So. Man, it's something, it's something different when 
every like I said, everyone around you is black, but not only that though, everyone around you is black and they're they're wise, exactly. you know, intelligent. You might have a cat from Chicago who's straight up looks like a Chicago cat that's on the streets, mm -hmm. but he's in class like answering questions, writing papers better than anybody on there. Yeah. You know, so like like man, it's almost like you you get there and you see things from the, the same perspective. Right. You yeah. know, you, you're around like-minded people, <laughs> exactly, and, yeah. and you guys share that shared experience, and you're connected, yeah, you know? Yeah. It almost seems like you're insulated when you get you down are, there. Yeah. You are insulated, man. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's yeah, the perfect yeah, word. Yeah. Um, with both of you gentlemen uh, being in education, um, what are some of the things that you see um, with today's kids? Um, are there any concerns that you have in the way that, you know, these 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 students are going about kind of their day to day uh, as far as in regards to education, um, some of the things that are maybe distractions for them. What are some of the more uh, and what are some of the more promising things that you see from the generation of, of kids that you you are teaching right now? Yeah, man, um, it's 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 kind of a. <clears throat> Cause they you are know, different from they're, us. They're different, man. Yeah. They're different, you know. And it's easy to, you know, for me, I have to take a step back sometimes because it's easy for me to be like, man, these kids are different. They don't understand. But when I take a step back, man, they're no different than us, man. They just growing up in a different situation. They, they got a lot more access to technology. You know, we didn't have the social media, so we're fighting that battle, mm -hmm. you know. Um, <clears throat> You think social media is a detriment, or I mean, it could it could be, and it could be, you know, used as an advantage. But it's which way it, you know it falls, you know, because it you can think be a parents play a, play a part in and and kind of guiding our children because it's new to us too. It's new to us, yeah, right? So should we? And, and it's 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 crazy because it's new to us, but it's all they know, you know. So yeah. really, we're learning from them. Yeah, you know about that aspect of it like you know in the school system teachers are, are trying to we got to keep up with the times you know what i'm saying these students are growing up with ipads cell phones so let's let, why not use it to our advantage you know what i'm saying but at the same time they kind of know more about it than us so we it's, it's got to be a partnership we got to learn from them they got to learn from us you know we can teach lessons through social media sometimes you know oh wow <clears throat> yeah i mean <clears throat> No, I'm on the fence about it. It's a, uh, I see the outcome. I was the one, I came from a time, I guess my age, I remember in fourth grade, we first got Apple IIs. And uh, we started, we was already typing on typewriters, learning how to type, but the Apple IIs came and that was the first computers, you know? Mm -hmm. And uh, like that process, so I came in with, with the understand. well, not the understanding, but I came in with the introduction of these computers, you know? Yeah. So now I see the outcome, and it's easy for us to judge what's going on with the students because we know the beginning and we know without, mm -hmm. you know? Um, even when I went to college, it was there's a one phone on the end of the hall that we used to have to use to call home, you know? So we used phone cards to call home. So now, <laughs> I remember me and my partner up in Minnesota, we, we were like, man, it'd be dope if you could just like talk to somebody in their right there the face, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean yeah, but now yeah. it's here you know yeah, it's here. so so like it's definitely a, a it, there's a big hindrance um yeah. but like so we said it's we got to figure out how to how to 
not only for our, the children, but for ourselves, because we're addicted too. You know. Yeah. So um, I, I meant to ask you from from the, since both of you are from the inside, you both are educators. What's what's the most important thing as parents uh, that we can do to ensure that our children are not only successful in the classroom but successful in life? Based on you guys' experience and what you've seen and what you guys implement in your own home, what's the most important thing that we can do to kind of make sure these kids are on the right path? Man, what I try to instill, you know, in my own kids, you know, and kids that I work with on a daily basis in the schoolhouse, you know, is is not not the ABCs and the one, two, threes, man. That's, that's going to get you to a certain point in life, but... Uh, that's not what's gotten me to where I am. You know what I'm saying? It's not how smart I am, or, or it's it's just being like like you. You're a coach, man. You, you you coached your daughter today. There's a word called coachable. You know what I'm saying? Ability to 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 be coached, man, and, and willing to be coached and learn. Not thinking you know everything. You know so that that to me takes you farther in life than 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 the ABCs and the Pythagorean theorem, man. You know no. Nobody's ever asked me, you know, the Pythagorean theorem, but you know, with me, I I, I learn, I try to learn something every day. That, that's that's what I tell my kid. Try to learn something every day. I could learn something, man. I was out sitting out here out front, man, crackhead on the street, man. I, I can learn something from them, man. You just walking up, just to have a conversation, man. That's the type of person I am. I, I talk to everybody. I try to learn something. I'm gonna learn something from you. Mm-hmm. I learned something by walking in the studio, just watching him set set things up. I sit back, observe, and try to learn, man. That's that's called being coachable, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Man, for me, um, it's be be involved. You know, as a parent, um, it's a community. Like when we hear when we hear these cliche words, is is for a reason. I tell that to the students all the time. If you hear something over and over, you better start paying attention to it. So, it's a community. And we have to not only the thing about it, we both teach in, in, I guess, not necessarily inner city schools, but they're schools that have, you know, Houston. It's it's the terrains is different. Yeah. So our schools are black and Hispanic, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, so the the thing about that that community is that we also have to teach parents sometimes, you know, as teachers. Yeah. And and uh, it's many times where, where nothing super specific, but you're calling home because a student might not be um, present most of the time. Attendance is low. Mm-hmm. And you call home and the student's right there asleep, but the parent might not get a phone to them, you know? So, like, and when this is school time. So as an adult and as a man, I'm trying to talk to this man because I know I might have to – I don't have time to teach the parent right now. I have to teach this child right now. But – I don't know. We need systems in place where we're also able to teach the families because it is a community. You know, um, when I say community, uh, it's it's not on only the parent. It's on on the teachers. It's on place like this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, a studio is is open to to different places that that can teach people. You know, yeah. and. Uh, I don't know. That's, it's, that's, it's, that's exactly yeah. what we're doing at the moment. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But that's just an example of how learning just doesn't take place in a classroom with yeah. some desks and rows, man. You know, I could probably after this show tomorrow go to work, pull up this 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 podcast, and the kids would learn something. You know what I'm saying? Through social YouTube, social media, whatever whatever the case may be. You don't have to be sitting in a in a desk and rows to be learning, man. Yeah. 
classroom is everywhere, you know? Yeah, it is. And it, it's, I think a big part of that is communication. Because if we see, if somebody, come, if an 18-year-old uh, young boy comes in and just sees it and walks away, there's no communication that took place. You know exactly. what I mean? So, therefore, he doesn't know what to take from that situation because he doesn't have a question to ask him or the conversation. Um, us coming out of this conversation, we're going to learn something because we're speaking. And that goes into, like I said, things, whenever you hear things over and over again, you gotta, better start paying attention to it. Um, they speak about different ways of learning. But in the school system, we got to realize it wasn't built for us. Um, but we're in it. And that's why I tell students, uh, it makes no sense not to get a diploma. Use the game. Yeah. Play the game, and then you can play your own game. You know what I mean? So, like, like when when we're out here and, and you, you don't take advantage of it, you're going to put yourself in a position that's, I mean, we've all climbed up hills, but it doesn't make sense now. We Each generation is taking a step to kind of, like, ease up that hill. But yeah. one thing I will say is it goes back to a question earlier. Um, the thing I like about this group of youth yeah. is that <clears throat> there's no, there's no, um, there's no fear, you know what I mean? And that's, that's, that could be a bad thing for some yeah, people sometimes. Yeah, I, I, I look at them and no, I kind of admire them because yeah, they just true. jump out there, man. They yeah, yeah. They're not afraid, man. Yeah. yeah. There's They're zero afraid, fear. I, they're, they're, with all these young kids, and we all might look at them and be jealous. <laughs> right, the, the, right. The, the Jake Pauls and the, and, the, the yeah. people that you, you – these are people who are kind of not – educated if you, yeah, if you yeah, really yeah, look yeah, at yeah, it yeah, yeah. but they're not afraid to jump out of there but like you said everywhere is a classroom right so they learn the game from somebody they, they learn it, and that's what's on that's why it's our part because since there's no fear think about it our, our parents came from birmingham and at montgomery right yeah they came from a time where like my mother montgomery Preach. she she was in selma montgomery march uh, bus boycott things like that they had to they would literally walk and say to a sign and say no colors Right, and then walk around to the color section. This group of gener this generation wouldn't do that. <laughs> and we we kind of get to a point where we say we say certain thing because yeah. uh, like we came from police eighties and nineties, so like real police brutality. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like when it comes to us, we're I remember when I first came to Houston. Minnesota's like a real bad police spot. You know, when I yeah. first came to Houston, I'd be driving, right, and when I when I see a police pull up behind me, I'm like, oh, they got me. Right, didn't do anything. I just all that got me. I had a had an anxiety just seeing the police officers, right, or police car, PTSD. and then they roll right by me. Yeah, and I'm like, like man, they they didn't stop me. <laughs> Surprised that you didn't get stopped. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, so I, I would do change things up. We'd say, oh, sit white, sit white, you know, like change things up because of that system. But this group don't do that, and we got to If we can teach them the actual game, with, along with that, no fear. They'll be dangerous. I, I'm, I'm, I'm with you, but I think they're learning their own game. Because uh, cause I, I, I want to go back to what you said. I don't necessarily think that they, those, these kids today won't. Because if you look at BLM, how many young kids, 20-year-olds, mm -hmm. were out there in the streets right. a couple years ago? Like, there's a way that they, they advocate now. Right. They advocate through social media. And if need be, the, them young kids will get out in the streets. They'll street get too. out there. Yeah, yeah they'll get out there. It's kind of our generation that, that was the ones who were yeah, a little hesitant yeah, to yeah, actually yeah, yeah. go because right. Right. of that PTSD that you yeah, speak of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. We get our ass beat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were getting our ass beat. But look at this, man. Like, like only thing about that is that. But with that these cameras, the, the availability, the, uh, 
availability yeah. of these yeah, cameras yeah. and things nowadays, yeah. like, you know, they, they advocate in a different way. So, uh, but I, I only thing I think about that is that, and I didn't know better till, till now, you know what I'm saying? Just like I could look, it's, it's strange. People hate to hear me say it. My family came from from Alabama, right? My parents and grand, grandparents, everything. But when we look back and I tell people of that generation that integration hurt us more than it helped us, they don't like to hear that, you know what I'm saying? So mm. it's something that we know that we can teach them how to play, how to, how to, Maneuver, you know what I'm saying? True. That could prevent something, the same thing from happening. We're still in the same situation. Actually, it's a little worse, you know what I'm saying, in some, t- some cases. But I get what you're saying. It's just that they need, it's, it's, let me just tell you how to maneuver, and then I'm going to get out the way. You know what I'm saying? Exactly, exactly. But right. like you said, the, uh, the conversation needs to be had. The dialogue needs to be yeah, had. Yeah, yeah, Whether yeah. they take it or not. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's up that, to yeah. us mm-hmm. to put it out there. Let yeah. me tell you my experience. Right. How, yeah, you know. and, and, and I, that's, I preset to my kids every day, man. My daughter, you know, is, is scary because she's about to graduate from high school. But like you say, man, she they have no fear, man. I like some of the things she does and says, I'm like, wow, you know, I, I my day that that just couldn't fly. You know what I'm saying? She, yeah. it's just normal for her, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm like, take that 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 lack of fear and that energy and, and just channel it the right yeah, way. Yeah, and yeah. This generation generation can do something big, man. Yeah. Um so speaking of your your kids, man, um, as long as I've known you, man, you've been an excellent father. Um, as long as I've known you, you've done it alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're a single father. Um, talk to me, man, about some of the hardships that, man, not, not, not to mention that the, the hours that you put in working. Some, what are some of the hardships of kind of doing this self, this, this thing by yourself? Because I know there's probably some some people in similar situations. How, how you how you go about navigating this whole thing, man, throughout the years? Man, I mean, I, it's it's. I've enjoyed it really, man. You know, the biggest thing is is time. You know, that, that's one of the things you can't replace. You know, working so many hours, um, I can't get back that time that I've worked. So I, you know, I've tried to scale it back a little bit to spend more time with my kids because I've seen that okay, that they're, they're growing up, man. You know, like I said, my daughter, she's about to graduate. She's about to move on. So uh, my two boys, I, you know, try to spend as much time with them. But, man, I just put my head down, go to work, you know, keep my mouth shut and, 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 and do what I got to do. You know, uh, it's, it just comes down to being a man and doing what you got to do. You know, you can't really think about it. You just got to do what you got to do. Yeah, man. most definitely. You yeah, I'm yeah. I'm not, uh, and I want to commend you, man, for being the man that you are. That, that's admirable. Um, I mean, that that, that – that goes back to the community. It's, it's wherever he's slacking, I, that's where I have to pick up. Right. That's yeah. where my sister has to pick up, my, my mother. Like, like shout, and we shout do Shout out that. to Winner, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, David's Soviet sister. That, that's a beautiful human being, man. Yeah, did, yeah. She, did she attend a, uh, nah, Alabama? She, she, she actually went to HBCU, yeah, but it wasn't okay. Alabama A&M. She went to Alabama State University. Yeah. Which oh, is yeah. Also, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, Talk to me about um, you. You guys are are, are really close, man. Uh, and I, I wanted to ask both of you uh, this question individually. Um, how proud of you 
how proud of each other uh, are, are, are you guys? Because I know you, you, I don't know if you guys talk about it as, as I men. Mean, I mean, not, men, we don't talk about it, but I mean, of course, I'm, I'm proud of my little brother growing up. I mean, he probably thought I was hard on him. Did I, did I push him sometimes? He didn't want to be pushed, of course. You know, I challenged him sometimes. He didn't want to be necessarily be challenged. But hopefully in the end, he knows it was for a reason. You know what I'm saying? And I treat my sons the same way. You know what I'm saying? I, <clears throat> sometimes I got to, <laughs> you know, my, my <laughs> Dave will tell you, that, that little Soviet man, he, 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 he a handful, man. You know, I'm hard on him. But it's for a reason. Just as a young black male, man, you know that that's that's how we, you know, it's it's tough love. But you know that's that's how I kind of treated Dave growing up, man. I tried to teach him the way, you know. I was hard on him, you know. We was playing basketball in the grass. I push him, you know, foul him, you know, tell him no foul. But as I seen him come up, it, it was that toughness in him that I saw. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm definitely proud of him, man. He's got. Two beautiful girls, a wife. He's, you know, he's raising. He's, you know, one income. I know that's tough, you know, yeah, but yeah. He, he, know, he does what he has to do, man. That's just, it's just being a man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like you said, it was, it was, it wasn't easy. It, and it, there's a couple people had that just put me through the works. You know what I'm saying? But even to the day, we go. Y'all seen him on the court. <laughs> yeah. I, like he's extra hard on me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I, I, I'm used to it again, and that taught me toughness. Cause anybody else say something to me, you can't be worse than my brother. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, like that's nothing. So, but, and I always went a. Uh, he was always like this uh, straight, direct way of going about things. You know, mm. and I was total opposite. So like, even though I heard constantly like okay this is what you do this is what you do you set up i listened all the time even though i might not took that action you know what i'm saying yeah but uh it was a proud pride is is always been there because it's like that's my big brother you know i always wanted to go with him um that's why i follow him everywhere uh went to a and m it was <laughs> strange because it right when i got there of course he just left i got there so Oh, that's a little soul, you know. Yeah. And I didn't, I didn't care, you know. Even though I knew I had to make my own name, but like, you can call me little soul anytime, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, uh, but, yeah, that's what it was, man. It's. That's beautiful, man. Hey, I, I, yeah. I, I don't have any, any siblings, man. You don't have any. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. My, my, my mom, my, my mother raised me by herself, man. Uh, yeah. I was really tight. With my, my my little cousins, uh, all but my no mom's brothers, brothers and sisters. sisters. No, nah, man, I was that's, that's, I, I spent a lot of time by myself. You just don't strike me as an only child, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I guess I kind of uh, make up for it in the opposite way. Uh, yeah, I, I spent a lot of time alone, man. Um, yeah. Thinking and uh, but I always admired uh, a sibling's relationship, man, and and the love you guys. And I, I I can't imagine seeing you. From when you guys were small and watching you grow until this point, man, watching you get married, watching yeah. you have your children. Yeah, because you was at his wedding. You was, yeah, you yeah, was at his wedding. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's beautiful, man. And, and the, the support and love you have for one another. I don't understand how I, I'll talk to some brothers and sisters, and they don't even, they live on opposite ends of the country. They don't even talk to each other. <laughs> yeah. Like, I could then be. Yeah, yeah. I, right. I mean, our family. I, I never understand that. I don't, our family's never been like, and the crazy yeah. thing, we don't talk every day. Mm -hmm. But. And that's our relationship. Yeah, I don't right. have to see y'all for exactly. a, a right. month, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, two two years. But yeah, every time we right. see each other, it's love, man. If anybody yeah, sure. calls, 
We right there. Right yeah, there. Yeah. No questions asked. No questions. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, go ahead. Yeah, no, go. Um, this, this might be a little personal, man. <laughs> the ladies love you, man. <laughs> <laughs> and y'all know, y'all, y'all know who I'm talking about, man. This folks been waiting on this podcast to air. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to get too personal, man, because yeah, I don't never man. ask you about none of this stuff. But I know you're busy. Um, the man, people know yeah. how busy you are. But how do you handle? I mean, that's a struggle, man, because like you said, I'm I'm doing raising. Did man answer the question before I even? <laughs> I, I know what you're doing with it, man. I, you know, Talk to me. Talk to me. And that's been a struggle is trying to hold hold down a you know consistent relationship, man. Um, Cause I'm, you know, raising these kids. I'm working, trying, trying to do things for them. So that's where my focus is, man. So yeah. a lot of times when a young lady comes in, she, it's, it's like they immediately they wanna, what can I do to help? What, what, how can I, how can yeah, I fix this? Yeah, yeah. How, how but, difficult but, for it is, but is you? Like, like. Who says I need to be fixed? Exactly. You know what I'm yeah, you like, take offense to that. Right. I'm, I don't take offense, but like. You know, I think they take offense because, like, I don't necessarily, you know, um, I think women love you until they figure out they can't change you, man. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Then they don't like you anymore. You know what I'm saying? Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm hey, saying? But, but, hey, but, but you know what? But you know what? You know what's real? But you know what's real? You know what's real? That's the difference between... When I deal with these two, these is these is grown these is grown ass men. These are grown ass men who live grown ass lives. They don't they don't placate to anything or anybody. They they have convic certain convictions and they stick with those. That's right. why y'all are admirable human beings. But yeah, man, that that that's huge right there. And and you that's your family. Yeah, man. but that, you that's, know, that's the I most mean, important thing. I'm too. always so open to. Hang out, go out, have some drinks, have some fun for <laughs> any women out there that, you know what I'm saying, that's listening. Yeah. You know, I'm always open, you know. Okay. But I, I feel like sometimes, you know, it's, it is my fault that I can't always, it's, it's hard to give one woman the attention that she needs, man. So, you know, it's, yeah. I can't always do that, man. And you, yeah, you already spread pretty thin, I'm man. I'm spread thin, yeah. man. Yeah, but yeah, but you always have. That's what it is. I'm happy, though, man. Yeah, you know, yeah. I so. know you are, man. I, 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 this is my journalist hat. <laughs> yeah, Don't I be mad you. at me, I man. <laughs> I love you, man. I, I couldn't go without asking this. <laughs> uh, Dave, uh, nah. bef before we go, tell me about, man, tell me about your beautiful wife and your beautiful oh, family, man. man, and how much yeah, that's man. changed you. Because I, I, remember, <laughs> I remember the Dave who sat in front of the computer making beats. He had all the time oh, in the world, man. If yeah, I call him, yeah, come on over, man. I ain't doing, I ain't doing nothing. Talk right, to me about, <laughs> about how this has changed you and uh, in, in what direction it, it, it does it. Are you, are you, are, do you ever get stressed out or does it constantly keep you motivated? I mean, it's, too, it's so many stages, man. It's a, uh, just the marriage is a stage, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So had to had to navigate. That was a little easy for me. Navigate like, okay, this is a completely different person that that I had to like adjust and and figure out how do you do a life together. <clears throat> but truth be told, man, first year year of a child was the hardest year of my life. 
not because of the child, you know what I mean? Yeah. But because of how we had to figure out this relationship, you know? Yeah. And uh, it was the hardest year of my life. You come from two different households that you grew up in. Mm -hmm. You run things a certain way in those households, and now you try to put them together. That's, I mean, how does that ever work, you know? Yeah. But so as a man, I had to, I took on the responsibility of, of not getting that stress because I was getting stressed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was, uh, I was getting upset, angry, but then I said, okay, well, reality be told, just like Sully said, uh, with, with, until they can, they realize they can't change you. I think we have to take that on too and realize mm -hmm. we can't take, change that woman, you know, True. not, not through, not through words, you know what I'm saying? I'll be trying to try to speak with my wife who's who's and I'll speak about her in a second uh but <clears throat> I realized that that's not for me to do you know and I realized just like so it affected me or my my father affected us whatever I do is what's gonna might change her and gradually mm -hmm. she started changing things that that was stressful for me you know what I'm saying yeah and uh so one you got to be patient <laughs> gotcha. and uh it's but my wife man it, if Keys to a successful marriage, number one, <laughs> is patience. Yeah, kids yeah. will teach you patience, too, man. man. Especially a girl, man. Oh, I man. Know you, oh, I man. Know you, you, uh, ah, I'm going to cry right now. <laughs> yeah, just thinking man. about it. I mean, the difference, we, you can speak to this, man, the difference between raising a girl and a boy, man. Them girls teach you patience. Man, so talk man. to me about it, man, because people don't understand, <laughs> people man. Don't like, understand that, everybody, man. every man right. wants to have a son. Exactly. That's of his image. Right. That thinks and walks and talks and, and <laughs> just like. Every man wants that. In the back of his mind, whether he admits it or not. Uh, yeah, yeah. Somewhere a man wants that. Yeah. Um, and I wanted that, you know. I wanted that until I actually child. identified it in him. And I said, maybe I, <laughs> you crazy just like I was. Maybe that's not exactly right. what I wanted, man. Yeah. 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 No, but, uh, I, man, I love both of my sons, man. Uh, and they understand that. But each of them. I also know all my kids know, man. When that, and and this is, uh, I have a daughter that's that's adopted, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and here pretty soon in the future, man, I, I plan on having her birth mom on, and we talk about that whole um, experience. Uh, she's ten now, and that's the the love of my life, man. That's my favorite person in this whole wide world, uh -huh. and she ain't even from me. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, man. Uh, just something about uh, I love to see a relationship, uh, and I'll go back. I have this hat on today because, uh, like you, like you said earlier, I coached uh, my girls' uh, ten-year-old daughters' uh, girls' team um, in the playoffs today, and they won their last game. Uh, true, man. Yeah, man. But uh, we took them, uh, had a skating party afterwards, and. Um, just seeing how close they got. Because my daughter had never played any organized sports or anything. And I yeah, thought that, yeah. you know, if she's 10, you know, if, if she ever wants to be uh, in, in middle school or aspire to right. all her brothers and sisters, like, they excel in basketball. Every one of my kids plays, you know, when they're able to, they play college basketball. So I'm right. like, her last name is Ives. It might be something that she right. might think of in yeah. the future, man. So I, I threw her in, and, and she loved the experience, man. That's but good. anyway, back at that at that, that skating rink afterwards, I love seeing young girls um, bond with, with each other, especially uh, yeah, young yeah, girls, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, because we, we know how they get after, once they reach high school and, and it right. all gets yeah, catty. Man. Like I was, yeah, man. Like I was saying, man, um, 
you know, I was, you know, typical man. I want a boy. I want a boy. But the story goes, man, I, none of my kids did I find out. We never found out what they were going to be. Yeah. Oh, we wow. just waited till they were born to yeah. find out. So, you know, I'm a, I'm a man. I'm like, yeah, I'm a, we, it's a boy. It's a boy. I can't <laughs> wait. It's a yeah. boy. I'm, we about to name him Soviet. Well, you know, I, I don't want a girl. I want a boy. So get to the hospital. Doctor taking her. I looked down there. And I said, That's a girl, yeah. man. Immediately, I changed, man. You know, just something clicked in me. I said, I, I wouldn't trade this for the world, man. Mm. So you know, <laughs> and that that girl, you know, she she taught me. A I wonder lot of what patience, that is, man. man. Is that a love? Is that a love for your mother? Where does that come from? Because it does change you. Hector changes, was here. Man, Hector you know, was here last week. And he almost cried talking about his daughter. And yeah. he loved, his son is named after him, but right. you talk about his daughter, and the man just melts, man. And, and I mean, I, I mean, don't, they, where did that come she, from? She just taught me patience, man. You know, obviously I raised her different than, than my boys, but, you know, I, I feel like I don't have to be as much patient with them. I could just, you know, get on them, get on their head, yeah. whatever the case may be, but dealing with her I, I gotta just think you know you know um i'm like okay is she the most like you she's very different than me man my son my sons are more like me you know so i i go back and forth with them but her she's very very smart she's she you know she's into books she's reading she uh into the anime thing she likes to read i don't like to read she, she's just very different than me so yeah. uh, you know um <laughs> But I, I wouldn't trade that having her first, you know, for for anything in the world, having that daughter first, because yeah. it's, it's helped me to raise my boys, develop a little patience with them. So yeah, uh, you talk to us, Dave. You you <laughs> you, you got two of them. <laughs> you, you in the house with three women, man. Yeah. <laughs> man, I mean, I don't know. And then my older my older daughter's six now, uh, and she's the one that that tests the patience the most. Yeah. But, I mean, the I don't know. What you ask that question? What is it? It's, it's, I think the bright side of it. They're the ones that's gonna test you the most. But the upside of it, it just seems like like there's no ceiling. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So like, I don't know. I get upset with her, and then right after that she comes. <laughs> it's strange, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. With these girls, that right after she comes and just act like nothing happened, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it taught me, okay, well, one, like you don't hold on to things like that, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, and I had to question myself, like, cause quite the crazy thing about it is, Sylvia's daughter Ashley, like, again, I wasn't married like when she was younger, you know. Mm -hmm. So I was like always with her, and uh, her raising her compared to like my daughters, yeah, it's completely different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it, it's uh, so that was kind of easy, and I had to, it tested me because I had to kind of figure out different. I had to question like, okay, how come this don't work? Yeah. Like when I Why typically ain't do this. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had to come up with different ways and question. Okay, well, do I be more kind? Do I be more like patient with her? Do I yeah speak? But what with a lot her? of people don't understand is when you have kids, you have to take a different approach with each and yes, every one. Like, yes, you can sir. be right. that authoritarian figure and ju just have that general, like, I'm dad, this is yada yada, That's but when tough. individually, mm -hmm. when there's real issues, yeah. right. 
you can't nah. come at every child the, the same, same way. way. See, I, yeah. I found that out. <laughs> I found that out because the thing about her, and, it's, and I love it. Because they don't react the same. They yeah, don't. I love it in her because from birth, man, it was not, yeah, from birth. So once she was, like, able to sit up, mm-hmm. like, she wouldn't go to sleep, right? So I, I would, I had to put my hand on her back. I'm like, lay down, lay down, and she'd get right back up. Like, what? Yeah. You know? Yeah. From that still to this day, the higher I go, the higher she goes, and she doesn't stop. Oh, so wow. I was like, wait, I got to stop, because if, if I don't stop, then, then like, I'm the more, of course, I'm stronger, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I have to be able to stop. So how, after that point, I'm like, what do I do? It was, it, was, it was like a question of, like, what do I do? Yeah, so I had to come up with different ways of kind of parenting her, you know what yeah. I mean? But that's a, that's a crystal ball into the future because you know yeah. how, you know, she's going to react to yeah. certain things as yeah, they grow older. Yeah, that's yeah, just yeah, probably yeah. her nature, right. you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. that's what I say I love it about her, even though I gotta, we got to deal with the with it right now. But once she hones that into something, it's going to be crazy, you know? Yeah. 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 Uh, talk, uh, you, you saying that, um, when you guys have to reach out to parents, right, mm-hmm. uh, in, in the school, you're – Assistant mm-hmm. principal, yeah, um, and a, you you called and notified parent about something that you know is is going on. Uh, how frustrating is it when when you have these parents who say, "I know my kid, <laughs> and they didn't do this," yeah. <laughs> and you know very well what was going on <laughs> because we do it as parents, like yeah, yeah, yeah. just like you said, right, right. I know my kid, and right. I. So, so kind of tell me a little <laughs> bit of insight uh, about that. Man, that's one of the most frustrating things, man. Uh, a situation occurs that I'm looking at, and we got cameras in the school, so we, I've shown a parent on camera their kid doing something, and the parent was like, nah, it must be something else. It, it can't be. I know my child. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But That footage look a little grainy. So. Right, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, you just got to be like, ma'am, you know, I know you know your child, but I also spend eight, eight hours a right. day with your child, you right. know, because I know my son. He acts a different way with me than he does with his mom, than he does with Dave, than he does with my mom. Yeah. So, you know, I know kids will play play their parents, man. So, you know, I, I tell this parent, look, I feel you. I know, but your child acts different at school than they do at home. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Because my son, you know, straight up, yeah, straight up. You know, but, I mean, we got to realize, or parents have to realize that, that like you said, we're with your child really more than you. Yeah. Because you, when they go home, they're at home. So they're home by themselves sometimes. You know, so if there's anybody that knows your child, it's probably the teacher or the, or the principal that's sitting right in front of them. You know, yeah. but. Uh, and it's cool when you get one of them kids because you you, you see them playing their parents, yeah. trying to play you. So you have a, a, a separate conversation with them. Look, right. I, I know I know what you're doing. But like when <laughs> let I let me get help a, you out. Like, since you're playing this game, let me give you a little bit of game on how yeah, you need to play yeah, this yeah, game yeah. if you're gonna navigate it yeah, like that. See, see, my son, you know, little Sophie, he in sixth grade, and you know he, I get calls from the school sometimes, and immediately I'm like, yep, he did it. Yeah, he did it. I yeah, know him. You know he you did it. Yeah. I know him. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. well, let me ask y'all. So, like, I think we see this often in the schools. Is that I know growing, us growing up, from our perspective, if we did something in school, I know my mom is gonna gonna look at the adult and and listen to the adult first, and uh, and then come back out of out of behind scenes. But see, that's changed. You know, 
So that's like, changed. yeah, that's what I'm saying. So yeah, talk 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 to me about that. Why why you know, I don't I don't know what's changed, but like he said, when I was growing up, I I didn't get in a lot of trouble in school, right, right. but I got in some trouble. You know, yeah. I did. You know, I was a typical boy. I didn't, you know, and if that school called my mom. She didn't want to hear my side of the story. Right. She believes the teacher. Mm-hmm. You know, he did it, you know. But like you say, things have changed. Every time I call a parent, it's like they they listen to the child's side a lot. So should you? I mean, I don't know. I mean, is, is, it, is, it, this, is it our generation this, coddling our, our, our kids? Or is it just a mistrust I, I of a, a, authority? Of, I mean, it's a mix of both. Because you said um, you had PTSD from yeah. y'all, so maybe you don't necessarily, us in our generation don't trust the authority That's true. Authority right, figure. Right. So it, I think it's a mixture no, of yeah. both. Yeah, yeah. Because we do, we some punk-ass parents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we coddle right, our kids. Right. That's why they spoiled and they get whatever they want. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, we're, we, yeah, we we we're raising our kids different than we was raised. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah you know, man. I gotta admit it, you know, but because we want they got them to everything have at their fingertips, man. Yeah, you know, right there in the palm of their hands. You know, with them cell phones, especially, they got everything in the palm of their hands, man. Yeah. Ah. <sighs> Man, so it's rough, man. But yeah. hey, uh, hey, man. And you, uh, are you even gonna, are you even putting your girls? Nah, nah. So, <clears throat> yes. our uh, both of our daughters. Our daughter at six, she would be in school right now, but we homeschool. You know. Oh, okay. My wife stays at home, and uh, yeah, you've been doing that the, from the beginning. Yeah, from yeah. the beginning. Like, like <laughs> we were serious, uh, and that's why I'm glad you spoke about my wife. But I couldn't ask for anything better. Yeah. You know. Um, like she's committed to to she made more than me when we first met, you know. So gave up that that salary and said, "No, nah, this we're going to putting into the children," you know. Yeah. And that's that shifted. You said everything. I I I used to be available, you know, just like you said, mm-hmm. like uh, anything going down, let's hoop, let's let's go make these beats, let's go record, whatever it is, you know. I was there, but um, when I. I when you saw the dedication that she put into yeah, raising I had kids, to, I had to. You had to match that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, that's that. Her as a mother is something that I don't know that I've ever experienced. Man. I haven't yeah. seen it. I yeah. mean, because even our friends, we don't we don't see it. You know, and they, she talked. I'm gonna tell y'all this. Like, I was a, I didn't know any better. With uh, even though my brother tried to teach me certain ways and certain things I did that it that wasn't the best moves. Mm-hmm. I was in the cars and everything. I used to get cars, a bunch of cars. You know. Yeah. And not the correct way. I go in the debt. So I had a I had a Lexus uh, IS two forty stick, kind of rare car. And uh, you're supposed to sell me your half car, half truck, man. <laughs> oh yeah, that El Camino. <laughs> yeah. But no, nah, like <clears throat> I got the car, making payments on it, thinking that's the thing to do. Mm-hmm. And she, we got married. She was like, Nah, we don't make payments. She bought the car. It's like paid the car off. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I don't. We don't do debt. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So. From there, I said, okay, I got to I gotta step my game up, you know? So yeah. we make it work with one income, and uh, we teach our children at home because we feel like we're the best ones that can teach them. Yeah. It's our responsibility first, from 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 birth to five, for sure. Mm-hmm. Parents got to put it in work. Yeah. Wow. But, and that's what we've seen, um, but, I mean, with our family. But <clears throat> after that, I mean, you can, you can make choices of going to the system, but we just chose not to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. That's the big difference. It's, it's, like we said, it's a good thing that these youth don't have fear, 
but they're missing the the basics. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And they're from from zero to five. They I don't know. They're just missing something. Yeah. Um. Yeah, go, go ahead and give the people your podcast info, yeah. man, because yeah, you're spitting some some heavy game right now, man. Uh, it's uh, Plants Changed My Life. It's, um, and, it's, and that podcast is not even about us. It's about everyone else's story. So um, plantschangemylife.com, you can get to it from there, or you can get to it from eatgoodhouston.com. Um, uh, that's what we do. We do teas, um, working on a tea product, Ken Tea which is uh, loose leaf teeth from Africa, and we're, we're just trying to promote healthy living, you know what I mean? So that's it. And you do uh, pop-ups with your... Yeah, yeah, we do pop-ups uh, whenever it's... it's we're like, we're like uh, Supreme or something. We don't come out often, so when we do, you got you to gotta be there, you know yeah. what I mean? So, yeah, that's it. And Soviet, you, you want to give out your, your your social medias or anything like Man, that? Man, I'm not real heavy <laughs> in it. Uh, I'm on Instagram. That's about it. Soviet Three. It's just my name, you know. S O V I E T T H R E A T T. So yeah, um, that's yeah. how you can find me. Um, other than that, you can find me. You know, like I say, I'm at the post office. I'm working. I'm hooping. I'm. That's that's my life, man. I'm wherever my kids at. That's where I'm at. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm not hard to find. You know. Yeah. And, uh, this this episode is called "Reach One, Teach One," man. I I feel like that was an, an appropriate title, man. And uh, I commend both of you, gentlemen, man, for everything that you guys do uh, in regards to to helping our youth, man. Because it, it seems like everything you do is is not for you. And you're pretty selfless in that in that respect, man. I so I, I applaud man, you. Y'all, you man. as well, man. I know. Yeah. <laughs> and you're giving us, you know, props. But uh, you, you got good good man, example. You I got good fathers. I know, man. You know, <clears throat> yeah. always have been. So uh, yeah, yeah. We're gonna continue we to do to that. You too. Yeah, yeah, man, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, uh, this is this is our episode uh, episode three. Um, thank you to uh, Dave and Soviet. Here, let me give out also, um, let me, I want to shout out my, my girls' team, man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 congratulations Congrats. to them. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, it was my pleasure uh, to coach you girls. Uh, I know a couple of the parents were watching, and you could show them this. It was my pleasure to, um, a lot, I know a lot of you girls, it was your first, your first time playing uh, any organized sport. Um, I'm hoping, I'm, I'm really glad that, uh, I could be a part of uh, your journey and in, into going into that in the future, man. And it was my pleasure to be your first coach. Um, and, you know, I'm going to try to get a bunch of y'all back again next season, man. So uh, be expecting a phone call. So <laughs> congratulations, right, girls. Congratulations, Peyton. Uh, God bless y'all, man. I'll see you next time. God bless. Peace. Peace. Peace, Peace out. Yeah. I like that, man. <laughs>